Welcome to Hawks and Lavender Rooms, a collaboration dedicated to serving the community through the foundation of love, trust, and advocacy for conscious living. Now, here are your hosts, Jennifer Williams and Shauna Gulbrand. Welcome! Welcome back. Wonderful to have you back with us, Hawks and Lavender, Lavender Rose. Rose. I am Shauna. I'm Jennifer. It's lovely to have you all here with us today. How are you? I'm good. Oh, I'm really, 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 really good. <laughs> Wicked good. How are you? I am, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be attempting my first vegetarian meal today. For, is for your first one? No, I mean, I've eaten vegetarian bowls and dishes. Yeah. But I've never cooked. For real? For real. What Number are you Number one, because I hate cooking. Okay. So this is, uh, like, making the time to actually do it is... Usually it's a challenge they're, they're for me. They're pretty in-depth, the vegetarian meals. Yeah, so there's a lot of pre-steps. Yeah. So I've been to, and I know you've been there, Life Alive yep. in Lowell. Yep. They have a bowl called the Adventurer. I found the recipe online. Ah. So I bought all the ingredients for it. And Which I'm, is a lot of ingredients. It's a lot. So it's, you know, I have to cook beets. I have to steam kale. And I have to cook rice and quinoa. So there's all these different steps just to put one bowl together. And I think that's my frustration. I don't want to spend time in the kitchen. I'd rather be doing things like this than cooking. This is why I'm, I need but a personal chef. use it as chef. a practice. So if there's anyone Mindful. out there. Mindful. Yeah, I suppose. But if there's anyone out there in the Salem, New Hampshire area, who is an up-and-coming chef, who is looking to do private meals for me, like deliver meals to me, two or three times a week let's talk all right that's great but in the meantime i'm going to attempt my first well i would say here's the thing with any meal i just like when you're cutting the vegetables it's another just another way to connect with like the earth and the nourishment and the everything you put into it you're going to get back when you eat it and, and then if you're providing a meal for obviously you and david will eat together right so we'll see if he'll eat this Let's, oh, really? Let's talk further about that because I just look at it as all as a chore being in the oh, kitchen. It's yeah. just painful for me. I don't care what's in front of me, what I'm cutting up, what I'm prepping. Well, it's all part of the, it's all part of spirituality. Mm. It really does matter. I know. You turn away from me every time grumble, you're saying. Grumble, grumble, grumble. It, it oh, has to do God, with spending no. time in the cook, in the kitchen and cooking. And It's a beautiful thing. The smell, the, I don't know. I enjoy when I have, when I have the time. That's the only time I like to cook is when I have enough time carved out and I can take my time and enjoy. I enjoy the cutting of the vegetables and the the smell of everything and just the way it all comes together when I can really pick. Because I, if I have a recipe, I have to look at it seven million times. Oh, yeah. What is that? Yeah. I'm not like a natural. No. Me either. Yeah. So I hope. But yet I watch tons of cooking shows. Right. So go, it's go it's fascinating. I, well, I enjoy watching someone that enjoys it. So much. I feel like that's a pastime of mine. Like, right. I will watch you cook, and I will be infatuated by the joy that you're having. Yes. Creating this. And then just hand me the dish. Ah. Yes. <laughs> that's what it is. I just want someone to put a dish that's or a Josh. bowl in front of me. He is a, he, I'm Italian, right? I've been this way since I was born. <laughs> Lots of sauce has been in my life. Delicious sauce. And he made sauce this past weekend. 
I'm not even going to apologize to any what? of my family members. It wasn't, that my, it wasn't good? The, no, it was, oh, it was the, the best. best. Yeah. Why do you have to apologize? Because I have an Italian family, and yeah. everybody's sauce is the best. And it is delicious, and it's it's like neck and neck, but this one was just like, it was so deep. It was all veggie, right? Because we're doing the vegetarian thing. Is my sauce is the best? Is that a spiritual thing to say? I wasn't my sauce. It was his sauce. It's just thinking about your family, where they're all oh. claiming that their sauce is the best. Well, I don't know if they've ever claimed it, but they do. They definitely do inside. Because if I were to say Josh has the best sauce, they'd be like, do you remember mine? Because <laughs> it's all about me. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So With no meat. I'm sorry. Okay. Anyway. I don't like a meat sauce. Well, even just some, a lot of like Italian, like Italian start sauce with meat. They start with pork and garlic and oil and that flavors it. So even if the meat gets pulled out, it starts with that. But anyway. Talk recipes today. (laughs) But instead we're going to talk about. What makes up a good conversation. Oh, so this is relevant. I was sitting, David and I have lots of conversation. We're always talking and and that's one thing i really love about our relationship is that we do have good conversation we were having conversation the other day and we were discussing couples that don't talk a lot and he said to me well what makes up a good conversation and i gasped and i said that's a topic for us i'm gonna text jennifer and i immediately texted you yeah i'm like this let's do this Yep. So what do you think makes up a good conversation? Of course, you know I all I always come with notes. She comes bearing notes, which I love. I love notes. Willingness. Willingness. That's what makes up a good conversation. Yeah. I was married to unwillingness for a very long time, and I couldn't quite figure it out, but it was like, yeah, when you, when you like, approach any topic... The other person has to want to talk about it and not just say yes, no, I don't know. They need to be maybe. receptive to... Re- receptive. That's a great word. To the topic of conversation. Yeah. Well, both people have to be receptive to the right. giving. It's a giving and receiving the whole time. And it switches. Exactly. Yeah. No, well, that's it. We're done with today's yep. episode. Thank you <laughs> so much for joining us today. A good conversation begins with a genuine interest mm. in the other person their world, and what they might be interested in. I love that. We've talked about that before. That's really, it's special to feel like you're in a conversation where someone is genuinely interested or curious about what it is that you want to talk about or that you have to say. And what about us? And our level of genuine curiosity, because I know for myself it's been there, and it's not been there. Yep. And then and it makes really challenging conversations for me. You mean like in this right here? No, I mean just in uh, people oh. in my life that I've been in well, conversations. I mean some conversations yeah. just suck. Yeah, but see that what <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about is in they some conversations can really suck. And some of the most the ones that deepen my convers my relationship, you and I have had really sucky conversations, but they're Well, that's a different kind of suck. Yeah, that's because we've both decided to go really deep. It's emotionally it's like well, hello, let me rip my heart open and let me be really vulnerable here. Right. I would say, all right, what what makes it not good conversation? 
one thing from me is when it's one-sided. When you talk to someone that talks a lot, but is just talking at me and over me and around me, that's draining. It's definitely draining. Yeah. What about you? In regards to what? Not a good conversation. Sucky conversation. I think you used that word, right? I probably did. A sucky conversation, yeah, it's definitely one-ended where I may be inquiring and they go on and 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 never ask me a question back. Mm-hmm. You know, that to me is draining. Or even leave a space. Or if they do leave a space and you begin to talk, then they talk over you. Well, let's talk for a moment. Yep. About, uh, and this came up in the notes that I took, is the the good listening skills, right? Mm. How many people do you know that listen to respond instead of listening to understand? Because I feel, my personal belief is when we have conversation where, or let me say it for myself, when I am in conversation where I genuinely are curious and I want to listen to understand, the conversation is so much better than the times where I know I'm in my head, right? And I'm aware of it. When I think, I just want to say something, I just want to respond, I want to, I have something to say. Yeah. To add to this conversation because my words are that important. They carry that much weight. Oh, you get excited though too. Right. So there's that because there is that level of excitement. Like, oh my God, God, I want to share. Like, I love you. I want to understand, but I have this to share. And I love that you're having this conversation right now. Yeah. Like it almost like light bulbs go on. Yes. But then like, all right, so let's just go back to what you originally posed. I feel like there's a lot of people where you have conversations where they're thinking of what they're going to say next. Yes. Or, and I definitely am, you know, guilty of that oh, as well. it just happened to me yesterday. I recognized it. But I think something that's, like, you keep bringing it up, I think you let it go in the last episode, is our moments of silence. That's because we're listening. Right. And then we take that moment of silence to start Process. to... Yeah, and put together... A response. A response, yeah. Rather than a reaction. Right. right? So maybe those people, and, and believe me, I'm not innocent of this. I still do it too. That And I catch myself because I don't want to do this so much. Is that, um, I completely forgot what I was saying there. Is that, listen, that response. Sometimes you're, yeah. Instead of, it's a reaction. It's a reaction. Rather yeah. than a response. I find myself, and this is like a parenting thing with my kids, if I'm like in the middle of the day picking them up and like they actually want to talk, my mind, sometimes my mind's not even in the conversation. And that's not great. That is not a conversation. And with children, we have to make ourselves available. And there are those times where our mind is in something else. And then all of a sudden, they're, for lack of a better word, demanding our attention to tell us something. We have to consciously shift Mm -hmm. to say, okay, wait a minute, hold. And and it's almost like we have to say to them, give me a minute, because my mind has been here. And I've done this with David. My mind is on this and you're starting to talk to me. Give me a second because I need to come out of this energy so I can be fully present with you. 
And let's face let's face it, raising children is exhausting. <laughs> it can be sometimes, right? Yeah. So, and you're running a business. Mm-hmm. You have a new relationship going on, mm-hmm. and it's that mindfulness of being able to shift. Yeah, it feels like a hundred thousand year old relationship. But anyway, <laughs> sorry. Was, I'm sorry. What was that little mumble <laughs> under your breath? Did the microphone pick that up? Uh, no. All right. And actually, you brought something up that's interesting. That so, if we're talking about what makes a conversation right is that what creates a conversation my question was what makes up a good conversation so that's you what David said. said like it as it relates to kids but it could be like with adults too yeah. they want to tell you something so is that a conversation i mean it could turn into a conversation but i feel like a lot of times with kids they just want to tell you stuff that doesn't actually like spiral into a conversation because then as soon as we open our mouths as the parent they're like Ew. Why did I even say anything to you? Yeah. you That's suck. not what I was even talking about or whatever. <laughs> I heard. I heard one of your children right there. Yeah. So that's interesting. Do we ever do that with adults? Just yes. tell them something. Um, work. Yes. Work wise, I think a lot of time too. Yeah, but I think there are often times that I just need to tell something. Okay. Like I just need to say something. And, it, and you're right. It doesn't. It doesn't warrant a full-blown conversation. But if it if the other person starts to go, all right, this is wow, I'm having an awareness. But if they start going, yeah, and you're like, shut the, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why are you talking about? I was done. I just wanted to say something. But you and I are really good at prefacing. I'm gonna, I, we're gonna tell you this, even though we gotta go yes. in a second. Yes. So maybe that's like you could preface, like I gotta tell you something, and I don't have time to talk, or I don't want to. Even talk. though I'm still in the same room with you for the next hour, <laughs> I don't have time to talk. <laughs> we crack ourselves up. <laughs> go ahead, so finish good. your thought, because no, I have another it. thought. I'm I just trying to listen to understand you first. I think that was it. Like you could preface the conversation. So, and it's just the difference between telling someone something. That does not lead to a conversation, or like I'm sorry, I can't laugh. I can't what about this? And, and this. please tell me if this has Ugh. ever happened to you, because I know that this has happened to me, and it happened to me recently. And I know it's not about the other person; it's about me. And it might be a little adult ADD here, which I'm having wicked right now. That's okay. Okay, I'm listening. Full disclosures all the time, and it's okay. Yeah. When I. I'm genuinely curious about something in someone, and then I pose a question to them. After they finish answering the question, they continue to talk, and my mind is now on escaping. Okay. Has that ever happened to you? Probably. (laughs) Well, I know. Okay. Give me an example, if you can. Well, something that happened recently, but... This person may be listening, so I don't want to mention any names. Uh. But I asked a certain person a question. There was a group of people, and this person was answering, and another person was involved in the, it was like a little three-way conversation, but there there was other people all around, right? So I know that I have an issue with background noise and being overstimulated, and that draws me away. And what I found was after this person answered the question and continued to talk about what it is I originally asked, I had left the conversation in my head. Because you just wanted the answer and not maybe, a continuation. And maybe that's what, it, because it, in a way it was small talk, yeah. right? Because it was a, group, a group of people. Yeah, yeah. 
when I was working at the Cambridge Hospital, this was a long time ago, and this is something that happens with David and I recently, I asked one of the doctors a question, and it was a personal question, we were all socializing. And before, like, as she was answering, I had already started talking to someone else. And she made a comment to me. She said, you asked me a question, but you didn't wait around for the answer. Wow. And it was like she slapped me across the face. Yeah. Well, that is a slap across the face. It was a huge one. needed almost, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, wow, I do do that. Yeah. And so what happened recently, I, th- it made me reflect on what happened back then. And it kind of feels the same. It's the so- same sort of energy. Like, why am I asking questions if I'm not going to really give the time to listen to understand? And could that just be you think that it's, it's like social, uh, a way to socialize? Like, I need to ask a question back because maybe that's interesting. But I've noticed that. And I've I, done that before. Listen, David and I, I are married for almost 31 years. Yeah. November 5th will be 31 years. So I know that he would be fine with me talking about him. But I noticed that he's been doing that. He'll ask me a question and I'll go to answer and he's either asking the kids a question or he's saying something else. I'm like, what, what are you doing? I think. You didn't well, even wait for my answer. That. I So I feel like I can like witness that. And that's almost like him letting you know I heard you. But I'm not really interested. But I heard you and I so love that you. So clearly doesn't make up a good conversation. <laughs> you ask me a question and then you start talking as I'm answering. I'm like, mm. what? don't ask me unless you want to know the answer. He wants you to know that you've been heard. But he's the one that's posing the question. <laughs> but he's asking the question, well, were you having a conversation or just out of the blue he asked you a question? It could be like, hey, do you think it's supposed to rain today? Oh, I looked at the way. Oh, by the way, Jackson has to go out. It's like, hello. So he's just doing a stream of consciousness out loud. I think so I think yeah. that's what it is. So that's not a conversation. All right. So what does make up a good conversation? I feel like, well, one-on-one feels more intimate than in a group. But groups can feel intimate too. But I feel like one-on-one is more intimate. And then Absolutely. listening reflecting back in some way to know that you've been heard like so it's like acknowledging yeah um and then God, I hope the, the curiosity didn't pick that up. was that your belly stomach your um curiosity get curious i have written yeah. here get curious get curious yeah what is your and i'm posing this to anyone who wants to answer what is your intention on starting a conversation. Intention gives purpose. And I, intention does give purpose, yeah. And I like conversations, I've noticed this about myself recently, to come full circle. Yeah. I mean, we don't want to be left hanging. So I have some notes here. I did some research. I noticed that before. Most people love talking about themselves. Yep to maybe a degree that we think that they can go on and on and on and on for like 20 minutes and that we're really still interested after five. Well, that's social cues. Why are they lacking? What are they lacking? What do they need? Maybe to hear and understand themselves first and Mm -hmm. foremost. Maybe, but I feel like they need to just go like fucking spend their time doing something meaningful. Meaningful conversation (laughs) can be learned with focus and practice. And I am currently doing that. I mean, it. 
when I'm sitting with you, there are certain people that I can, I can go right into meaningful conversation. I have no problem with it. It's meeting new people and, and getting really curious. When I think about the different work that I've been doing with Pathways and the different groups of people that I've been with, I am not getting as curious with other people as I could be, but there's a little bit here that I need to bring into it. Number one, my intention and my motivation for being at these workshops and conferences is personal and it's to learn. It's not to be really social. It's not. That's just like a, a byproduct or side effect. And in these environments where we spend a lot of time talking to each other, it's, it's generally, well, I shouldn't say generally, but a lot of times it's in where we eat and it gets really noisy. So when I go into these places and I eat and the noise level starts to increase, my first thought is finish and get out of here because mm -hmm. it's too loud. Mm -hmm. So I don't get curious enough. And I've actually been on my case about that since I was just in Arizona this past spring. Why wasn't I more curious about people? So I'm noticing well, this about myself. I think part myself. of what you just said too, though, is like that's yeah, an immersion. That that's a different kind definitely of Definitely plays yeah. a role. But even now, I'm... I'm consciously trying to have conversation with people where I am fully present and I am willing, is that word willing again, to understand, to just give them the space and just listen to what they have to, to say. To be receptive. To absolutely be receptive. Mm -hmm. And there's also boundaries there because you and I both know that some people can just suck the life right out of you and they, they want to demand 20 minutes, half an hour of your time when you have two, right? Right, right, right. So, okay, so time is a thing, right? How much time do you have to have a conversation? Time definitely makes up a meaningful conversation. How much do you... Willingness. How, how much do you care about the person you're conversing with? Yeah, so intention. Can you just, I mean, of course, I feel like, and I just spoke um, over you, but can you get... I'm speaking over you. Can you get curious about... Can you get curious with someone you are not invested in, in some way? And what would, what would be the benefit of that, Jennifer? What would be the benefit, benefit of getting curious about someone that you're not invested in? Yeah. Why, why would always something listeners want to do that? It's true. Yeah, there's always something I'm to not learn. testing you here because no, I believe, I'm thinking I about it. I don't even know this. the answer. I'm just thinking about... I've never thought in depth about what makes up a conversation. <coughs> so... Can you get curious with someone you're not invested in? You can, but that's a practice. So it's like going to yeah. come back to everything being a practice. Absolutely. It's that focus and the practice. I think that that's where boundaries might come in. Mm -hmm. In the truthfulness in the amount of time that you're that you literally have and also that you're willing to give to this conversation. One thing that has come to the forefront for me is that a conversation doesn't need to be over in one interaction. It can continue later on. Exactly what's happening here. Right. Yeah. Unfolding right in front of you. Right. Uh, all right. I don't know. Where well, I did, of course. I don't have to keep telling you I did some research because you all know I do. This is what <laughs> I've found. Uh, these are some suggestions Get out of yourself and make it about the other person. Mm -hmm. That's hard for a lot of people. Listen to understand rather than listening to respond. Feel your body. 
Which means what? What? So the, when someone is speaking, notice how you feel in your body. Simultaneously listening to what they're saying. Witness yourself. Yeah. I do this with my kids now, especially Tyler, my oldest son, because we've had conversation about how he just really needs us as parents to listen to understand him now and get curious. And when I'm with him and he's talking, I notice those times where I'm waiting for him to pause for a second so I can interject. Yeah. Yeah. So I can, and I thought, and then I stop you myself. Can so I, your parental knowledge. What I'm doing there is I'm witnessing myself. I'm going within, I'm noticing what's happening, even though I'm still listening to him. And when I realize that that's happening, I let it go. And then I go back to just listening to understand him and ask and get curious and ask questions accordingly. The questions don't have to be about what came up in my head. I can just let, and that's part of coaching as well. And just being curious about people, letting the, the questions come as they come yeah. to go deeper into the conversation. And they do. And that's the thing about like the ones, so the, your reactive, the reaction that might be occurring during a conversation I, I feel like it gets to marinate longer when you just are aware of the reaction, you continue to listen, you let it settle, and then whatever was important, if it's really important, it will come back around. Exactly. But when you combine it with the curiosity and the genuine, like, just inter interaction, the conversation that you're having, a lot of the times it doesn't because something else will come up that's more meaningful right. to the that's conversation. What, that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Right. Thank you. Eye contact. Eye contact. Yes. That's a practice. Huge. I actually have a friend that I realized was looking at my forehead for a long time and didn't realize that it was more important to look at my eyes. And so now that person's practice is looking at my eyes when we talk. But... I'm so curious. I know you don't want to say who it is. It's a struggle <laughs> okay. for this person to look at eyes while talking. David struggles with that sometimes, too. Mm. I'm like, hello, over yeah. here. I'm yeah. looking at you. I'm, I'm going to look at your forehead for a Please minute. Please don't look at my forehead. I've never oh, I mean, really stared at, at your forehead before. Do you like it? Ever. It's gorgeous. <laughs> Why, thank you. I would never even think that. I've always gone straight for the eyes to the point where the person gets like, have you ever been so intent on listening Usually it's with a teacher when I'm not speaking back, but like their whole aura goes like white and blurry and I'm just like so focused on them. Yes. This reminds me of a most more recent friend that I've made, Victor, who was at uh, the um, shadow conference. When I am with him one-on-one, -on -one, and I hope he's listening to this because I've actually talked to him about this. He is so present with me, and we have eye contact, and I know he's listening. He allows himself to be in that receptive spa space to listen to understand me. And when that first happened, I spent a lot of time reflecting on that afterwards, and then the next time I was one-on-one -on -one with him, I shared it with him. And I love that about him. And I told him that that's something that I am now currently practicing. Mm. To just find that 
part of myself, the higher, my higher self, I don't, I don't have a name for it quite yet, to be able to just sit, keep eye contact, and be fully, totally, 100% present. I mean, I try to do this, but it's, it hasn't, this awareness was brought in through him. So mm. when you say, oh, maybe it's a teacher, I thought, he's one of my teachers. Yeah, but I already knew he was yeah. going to be one of my teachers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's I love that. Uh, me too. Me um, too. One thing that came to mind about the question of, uh, what was the last question? I, well, we were talking about eye contact. Eye contact is, I think, spatial, space between. Like I noticed this morning, I was having a conversation with Josh, and we were maybe, I don't know, six or seven, six to eight feet apart. And the whole time, I just wanted him to be sitting like right in front of me. I wanted to be able, like, because I couldn't, I could see his eyes, but I couldn't see his eyes. So after a while, I was like, will you come sit right here? In front. I was sitting on the floor. Right he was on my lap. Look at my forehead. <laughs> Look at my forehead. But it changed everything. Like, it became more intimate. But didn't you notice that she wasn't looking at your eyes and that she was looking up here? Did you <laughs> notice that? I'm saying a she. I, I mean, don't know who it was. I've seen he this person look around my face before, which made me, like, I felt self-calming. Do I have a zit? Like, what's <laughs> so that? Ask me what's Just going on. Just tell me what I need to do for you to be able to focus on my words. Like, I've had that before. Wow, look at you took ownership of that. Well, what do I have to do so you will focus on my eyes? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Like if I have lint or something on my face, let me... What do they have to do to focus on your eyes? Yeah. And what is their distraction? What is yeah, their what's greatest the distraction? distraction? Right. I'd rather have someone say, you got a booger in your nose. And you have done that. <laughs> I have. She done. has. Shawna, you get something. Because I know it's going to distract me in our conversation. No, I'll be I like, she needs saying. to get rid of that booger, 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 booger. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, that made me laugh. Practice active listening. I mean, this is something that was drilled into us that we learned in, in coaching school. But it's for everyone. Which would be that, like, uh, reflecting back. Is that yes. active? Yeah. Being, witnessing yourself. Are you fully present? Summarizing, though. Active listening, though. Wouldn't it be, like, you said something, and then I would reflect it back to you. So what I'm hearing is... Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a skill that I was taught in my coach training, and that I still practice today. And it's getting better getting better i don't know how that feels in uh like a really like this relationship unless i'm like i gotta talk to you about something that's a little bit you know that's serious you know what though i really do believe we bring things back to each other through conversation naturally true like you mentioned this before and i'm yeah 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 you've talked about that before yeah. and I, what i'm seeing is right do you see it from this angle? Right. Yeah, I think we do that anyway. Right. What's more natural than what this I'm is hearing why we is have a podcast. Yeah. Because we're awesome. Because we're, we're awesome. Get curious. Ask good questions. And I have something here. Find the spark. What was that about? Think about no, that, Shana. Think I've about heard that. that. Think about. Think about that. Noise distracts me. Big. T- um. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. Nice to see our time. Thirty-one. Okay. So the last thing I have here is consider time and space. And you brought that up. So that was a really good point. But yep. going back to the spark. So after I did that research, I... Well, time, hold on. Time and space is how much time, but space is also environment. But I think spatial 
Like you were just talking about. Yeah, so it could be the space, though, how you said, like, cafeteria. Oh, Not a no. great space. You won't have conversation with me But there. then also the distance between two people. Yes. Yeah, so that's two different things. I was out to breakfast at Maddie's a couple of weeks ago with a friend, Mary Beth, and we were sitting there talking. I worked at Puppagino's for a number of years, and I used to have to replace the sodas, and they make this clicking sound when they're empty. Mm Mm-hmm. So we're sitting there, and, we're, and she's talking to me, and I am doing my absolute best to be present with him, her. And all I kept hearing was a click, click. And that. I said, Mary sorry. Beth, I'm sorry, but do you hear that? And she's like, what? I'm like, that sound, I know that sound, it's distracting me from listening to you. She never even heard it. Wow. Uh, there's a distraction for me at Marianne. Marianne? Not Marianne's. Where uh, did were I you? say? I was at Maddie's. Maddie's. At Maddie's. I knew you said Maddie's. It's loud. It's a little loud Well, place. there's like a, but the speakers the play the music weird. And that I find distracts me when I'm there every time. I'm like, what is this song? Because it's like, psh, me, 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 psh, psh. I, that sounds like a <laughs> Well, you know, it's interesting because I have um, a luncheon date Friday at Maddie's and I think I'm going to change the location. Yeah. I think I need something. Who are you distracting. going with? Karen. Ah, because I'll be out with Christine. Oh, really? Yeah, I think we're going to, did we say Tuscan? I don't even know. But anyway. Yeah, your new favorite place. I need to go back there for I'm breakfast. not new now. I know. Yeah. Visited. I showed David the outside area, though. I'm like, look, this whole you area. You guys still haven't gone? Well, we were there. We bought a huge loaf of Italian bread because mm. he made pea soup. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. Okay. And I digress. Noise distracts me big time. I wrote preconceived notions. Okay, I wrote this because when I was going regularly to gym classes at Workout World, no one talked to each other. It was the strangest thing. And what I witnessed and what I imagined was that we come up with these preconceived notions about other people. Expectations. and Well, expectations as well. Yeah. Maybe not. Well... All right, that person notions, might be, yep. that's not so much an expectation, but that prevents us from saying hello. Ah. Uh, See what I'm saying? Yeah, I remember you talking to me about this, actually. And this was a long time ago that, that I noticed this, and I started to say hi to people more often. Like, well, I'm looking at you, and I'm making up this story in my head just from your looks, and none of it is probably true. And what I find is that once we start talking to strangers, we find out we do have things in common. Mm-hmm. And there's really nothing to be afraid of. I have conversation starters written here. Like, start up a conversation in a really strange and odd way. Which is kind of like your speaker sisterhood. Yeah. How you have the topics. That yeah. was fun. The, yeah, the that meeting was. that I did like, go to. And what was your topic that... What would you do in a zombie apocalypse? Or how long would you last? Yeah, or something like that. Push on I know. I was devastated. I was like so heartbroken because Jennifer said she would just kill herself. <laughs> oh my God. I said if I didn't have to take care of anyone else, which would never happen because there'd always be someone to take care of. Of course. Okay. But you well, said you would take care of me. I would. Hold because I know the tricks. I know what needs to be done. David and I were in Market Basket yesterday. Do not ask me why. But I thought about a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> we were in it. the aisle that had like, um, they had the office supplies. Oh, They're small. Yeah. We were standing there and I said to David, what? All right. Zombie apocalypse. I don't know why I'm thinking about this. But I turned and there was duct tape. I'm like, oh my God, perfect duct tape. 
And then they had the packages that you, the to mail that you would put in something that's it's soft. Oh, I yeah. said, I took them out. I'm like, we could roll these around our arms, grab that duct tape. Yep. No one would bite us on our arms yep. or our legs. Oh, magazines. I don't know why I'm, I'm like totally going off into different directions today. Oh, it's a conversation. It's part of our conversation. Tell stories. Mm. One thing I came across. Oh, don't be a moocher. Reciprocate. Yep. You talked about that earlier. Don't be a one-upper. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I know a couple of one-uppers. Oof. And I avoid conversation with them. They with make the me instantly want to take a nap. Or grab a knife. Oh, I'm sorry. Ooh. Did I say that out loud? Oh, she just went to the dark side. I did go to the dark side. Uh, after you finish answering a question, grab a knife. pose a question. Ask a question back. What? Ignite out, right? That would be the curiosity. So the eyebrow raise is a physical indicator of a spark. So if you are speaking with someone and they kind of like raise their eyebrow like they're curious. Or even like scrunch them up. You grabbed a spark there. Yeah. Use that to continue your conversation. Or that's a great pausing point to be like, hey, what, like, did, what do you have to say? Like, I just noticed that you had. Yeah. yeah. So did that spark something? Yeah. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? What What are you you feeling? Yeah. Talk to me. Let's get back and forth going here. I like that. So they talk, one of the articles I read talked about the ending of a conversation and the need to leave a lasting impression. Ending something with something like, I look forward to seeing you, whatever. Great. They were saying that as a good thing or? Uh, yes, yeah, a good thing. To, thing to okay. do to end a good conversation. It's been great laughing with you. I'll remember, blah, 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 blah. Like, I'll re- oh my God, I'll remember today. It'll be so much fun. Whatever. So happy we met and connected. You made my night. Yeah. These leave lasting impressions. I like to say I I appreciate this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing some of your day with me. Right. And then you could also do some self-reflecting. What went well with the conversation? What did you learn? Wow. That's interesting. I never, I don't know that I, self-reflecting positive self-reflection versus being in your head yeah because i do a lot of self-reflecting on conversations yeah but in a a good way we we need to do self-reflecting podcasts like 10 i think that's a good idea (laughs) like 10 10 of them one year that's a big thing for me 25 years one other thing i have written here is offer a compliment yeah well compliment people yep yep which is kind of like conversation starter compliment yeah and I do, I feel like I, I do that often. I'll be like, mostly in like, I'll say, I appreciate you having this conversation. Or like, I love, I don't know. When I'm really curious and interested in someone, I'll be like, I love that you just said that. And, or I appreciate that you're even having this conversation with me. Or I don't even know, but that's natural. I'm feeling into like this, this keeps coming up in my head right now is the times where I don't really care to have a good conversation with someone right do you have to be in a certain mindset to have a good conversation well that goes back to your kids right when you mentioned your kids well that was them telling me though there was a few different categories there i can i can share with you that there and david and i have talked about this there are times when as Tyler doesn't live here. So when he does come here, there are times that he'll walk in and he'll start a conversation with us and, and neither David or I are anywhere near the energy of being 
available to have the conversation. And that's been a challenge. Mm-hmm. Again, it's something I'm becoming more aware of. Um, and that doesn't happen very often anymore because usually his visits are, are known. A lot of times he used to just drop in. And that, that's hard, right? So if someone just drops in and they are now wanting your attention, it's that, okay, now I have to stop, shift into this yeah. energy of being receptive. And sometimes that's not um, available or that's not the word I'm looking for. It, sometimes it just can't happen. Yeah. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I think it's your responsibility to let the other person know. Listen, I I hear you trying to speak to me. I love you. I appreciate you. But I got to finish this thing. Whatever I'm working on now. Because I want to be able to, to have a conversation with you. That's deep and meaningful. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the question that we posed today. Today's question was, what makes up a good conversation? It doesn't have to be deep or meaningful. So we pose to you, and we hope that you will write a little something about this on Instagram or our private Facebook group. What do you feel makes up a good conversation for you? I would like to hear some. I would love to hear some feedback about this and any of the topics that we talk about. And we'll do our best to respond, too. By the way, like on the YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook, like we will be starting conversations. Yes. Our intention, let me speak for myself, my intention. You can speak for me too. Our intention (laughs) is to have good good connections, good conversations with you on on the internet, on social media, everywhere you can find us. I like this topic actually more than I thought I would. Me too. Yeah. All right. And for those of you out there, now I don't know if I want to say this. I, I, I kept, I'm going back to the not good conversations. I would say get curious. Really, what does it mean to get curious? And if you're not curious with the person you're with. Yikes. You might. Yikes. <laughs> I was going to leave that there. That's where we're going to leave it. Yeah. All right. So I'm Shauna. You can find me at shaunagobrand.com shaunagobrand on Instagram and Facebook everything is under my name I'm Jennifer you can find me at journeyomyoga.com journeyomyoga social media just search joy yeah just find us for god's sakes just find find us hawks and lavender rose find us our podcast on iTunes on the podcast app on SoundCloud on YouTube on Instagram on Facebook we're everywhere we are everywhere Share it, too. Share. Yes. And, like, give us feedback. We're open. Maybe. Ish. We'll Ish. read it. Maybe. Yeah, we'll read it. No. On the right day. The right day and time. No, but really. Seriously, I do want If you I find us of feedback. any use whatsoever, because we are, you know, our intention, you, you hear our mission in the beginning of each podcast, it really is to serve the community. So if you find it this beneficial for you whatsoever, then just share it. Just share it. Please. Yeah. Get That'd the word be really out. cool. And we're going to look into having t-shirts made and... Yeah. Merch. Tote bags for the... What's it called? Telethon? <laughs> telethon. <laughs> Maybe we really will have some kind of fundraiser, though, eventually. That would be a That'd riot. That would be nice. One other question I no, want to pose. not for us, but, like, for, you know, the earth. To raise money. Right. Yeah. For a cause. I, that's a great idea. Yeah. All right. We'll figure that out. I would also like to hear... 
what sort of topics you would be interested in listening to or suggestions for guests that's what i was going to say sorry no 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 because you said it i couldn't (laughs) think of the words sometimes i just can't recall words as fast as i want to but yes suggestions for guests okay we have some ideas in mind we would love to know what you have to say and um who you have in mind what you have in mind yeah what's happening in your body because this is i mean (laughs) sounds weird we we do know that this is just about us because everything is about us. But really, when we when we say that, that's like an ongoing joke with that's Jennifer. That's an inside joke. Yeah, I mean, but is it a joke or is it reality? Regardless, you just said of with that, Jennifer, with Jennifer, with both of us. I guess I meant me and you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, I know. It just sounded like it was just my joke. <laughs> no. Oh no, it's both of us. <laughs> so when we hear us say that, it's just it's this totally thing that we just do. A joke. But, This might not even be funny to you. Our purpose here is to connect with you. Yeah. Serve the community and to bring love, truth. Hope that you find some alchemy in your life for the rest of your day and until we meet again. Live a conscious day, my friends. Love you. Love you.